Hello, hello. Is this thing on? Hello. I can hear you, Mark. It is the season one finale of Thinking Logically, and we are back. Joe, it feels good to be back with you here in... Uh, it's 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 been a few weeks, and uh, I can officially say I am the pod father for real now. Uh, since the last time we recorded, uh, little baby Alessia has made her arrival on November nineteenth. So uh, we did say we were taking a break after the election, but uh, yeah, it's been uh, it's been challenging, as you know, Joe, to to get on and record and content out there. But we're back, we're back. So how's everything going? Everything's going great, man. Uh crew my son doing well growing uh i'm sure your daughter what is she six weeks old now six weeks six weeks gonna be okay so she'll start rolling and then rolling around and and cooing and con and talking before you know it she'll be walking so it goes fast man but it gets easier uh from my experience the older they get the first the first eight weeks sucked i don't know for me yeah, it's it's a challenge. It's a lifestyle adjustment for sure, but it's all good. It's all good. But hey, we're happy to be back here. Uh, we want to we want to thank all of our listeners for um, for listening throughout uh, this year, twenty twenty two. We started this back in the summer, Joe, uh, and today is the season one finale officially of Thinking Logically. We're going to pick up with season two, uh, probably either next week or the week after, as we get into uh, the new year. So. Um, it's been, like I said, six, six, six weeks since we last recorded. I think November 15th was our last podcast. Today's December 30th. And, um, we talk about this never ending news cycle and it's just been balls to the wall, you know, since, since we last recorded Joe, uh, and we could just, you know, just start peeling the layers off this onion. And I know you have a lot of things you want to go over and we're going to, to talk about some of those things. And then we're going to get into a lot of just headlines in general that have been uh, making their way around the world. Um, so let's get into it, Joe. Um, you know, we experienced some some ridiculously cold temperatures last week. Honestly, I think it was the coldest I've ever felt in my life. I don't think that's recency bias or some hyperbole, but it was like negative 25 a week ago today. And, and that's going to segue into our, our first topic that, that you want to get into. And that would be uh, our president, Joseph Robinette Biden, is down in the U.S. Virgin Island, St. Croix, celebrating uh, the new year. Uh, Joe, I know, I know you have an, a strong opinion on this one. Uh, let's hear let's hear your take on on President Biden down in the U.S. Virgin Islands. OK, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I didn't think anything anything of it because i think i'm we're all just so conditioned to it and until i actually for the first time in like three or four weeks turned on the news cnn i think it was and they, they weren't covering it all for those aren't weren't paying attention people were stranded especially in buffalo in ice storms freezing to death and president biden is on vacation in the caribbean <laughs> which two years ago it made me remember Two years ago, Ted Cruz was dragged through the mud for flying to Cancun for one day during an ice storm in Texas where the power went out. Ted Cruz, who is a senator who can, from my knowledge of how the government works, do nothing for Texans. There's, there's no purpose of him being there. Yet, yet he got drugged through the mud. And Biden, the commander in chief, while people are freezing to death 
in the United States with no power is on vacation in the warm Caribbean waters. <laughs> that, and the news, the I, news just doesn't care to cover it. And it just, like I said, it just made me, I wish I, I wish we had more time and I could pull up tape from two years ago when Ted Cruz went to Cancun for again, one day for, I think it was 21 hours. He was gone. I remember that. I a remember senator, that who, clearly. Who, yeah. He was being like accosted in the airport by people. Like, what are you doing going to Cancun? You know, it's a, this is ice storm is crippling Texas. It wasn't like his daughter, have, like, I, I could be wrong about this, but I feel like one of his children was on spring break or something and got stranded there. I yes. could be wrong. I could be no, wrong. It was something like that. It was something like that where they were going down there and, and he got, you know, like you said, dragged through the mud. And, and now we have a president who is in this situation in Buffalo was was really, really bad. I mean, we could talk about what happened in Buffalo like a couple weeks ago. If you can recall, I think they got like three feet of snow a couple weeks ago. I think it was, when, mid, end of November, I think it was, or beginning of December, when they got slammed the first time. And then they got hit again just a few days ago with another three or four feet of snow. They've already had like, it's been over 95 inches of snow Buffalo has had which is, even by Buffalo standards, an insane amount of snow. Speaking of Buffalo, and I'm going I'm to do the football reference here. Biden and, and his administration and, and you know people on the left in general with the Green New, Green New Deal and everything, this is their division rival. This is, we've had some places in the United States over the last two weeks that have, like, I think there's been like a 50-degree temperature change in a matter of hours. In, in Denver, there was a 50-degree temperature change in a matter of like eight or ten hours. This is their division rival, global warming, you, you could say. And, and Biden is, is running away. Yeah. He's off on the sidelines in, in the Caribbean. Yeah. Well, did you know it's not, it's not called global warming anymore? It's called climate change. Yes, That's the yes, word that course. they use. It's, of course. it's climate change. Because we can't say global warming. And we saw the governor, uh, governor-elect, I guess we can call her Kathy Hochul, uh, in New York, talk about the effects of climate change as it relates to Buffalo's snowstorm. You know, not that it's, you know, directly east of Lake Erie that, you know, uh, a, a lake effect snowstorm. This is well within the possibility of that happening, you know, but you never let a catastrophe go to waste, Joe. And that's what the Democrats are really, really good at. And even the Republicans to some extent. But the Democrats are experts in capitalizing upon things like this and make a political situation. You know, and she called this climate change. Okay. I mean, it's just, it's just par for the course for them. But yeah, like you said, completely tone deaf. Media is tone deaf to it. Media doesn't cover it. So this is their chance to lead. This is his chance yeah. to lead. There's people Happy New Year, freezing Joe. to death. Yeah. Ugh. All right. Um, another thing we saw past was this, was this uh, 1.7 trillion dollar omnibus omnibus bill and joe i don't know this but omnibus in latin you know omnibus is a latin word in latin you know omnibus means money launder (laughs) yes actually uh in a way it does it means to all to all so this 1.7 trillion omnibus spending bill uh, was passed 
by this lame duck session of Congress. Uh, lame duck meaning in the uh, general election and the swearing in of the new Congress here in, in a few weeks. $1.7 trillion. Joe, this thing was loaded with, as they call, pork earmarks, things like that. The hundreds of millions of dollars of earmarks um, just for, like, individual senators. Uh, talk about who voted for this bill and why and what role like Mitch McConnell had in all this. I mean, this is truly the swamp at its finest, Joe. Okay, the one that caught me the most by surprise was Tom Cotton. Tom Cotton, what he, he had some really good sound bites, and I feel like we played some of them on the show, but I guess they were just sound bites. I guess that was just him talking because he voted for this bill, $1.7 trillion. Um, everyone heard about the word salmon is in the bill, I don't know how many hundreds of times, but this is giving, I, 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 it's over $2 million per senator or member of Congress for security, for personal security. Why are we paying them taxpayer dollars for, for extra protection? What, what is the purpose of that? This, the Republicans that voted for, and we could go over more things that are on this ridiculous bill, and and of course more money for to Ukraine and, and and that, but the Republicans that voted for this honestly need to be primaried and just voted out. There's no excuse. There's no excuse at all for this. This is this is a big fu on the way out for this Congress. They're, they're a lame duck, and this isn't pennies. This is this is tr- almost two trillion more. Who's paying for this? How is it getting paid for? We we didn't hear that at all, did we? We didn't hear that at all, how this was going to be paid for. No. You know, at least in some other of these other bills, they at least they try to make an appearance like it's being paid for somehow. But we didn't hear that at all with this. And they call it pork, Joe. And, you know, because it's, you know, some of these earmarks are pork. And it's almost like it's to the point where it's pigs feeding at the trough, you know, in, in terms of the pork. Because you know what? They're all going to vote for this because this is what makes them look good back in their districts. This district, look what I did for our district. You know, I secured X amount of dollars in funding. So everyone's going to be on board with this. You know, this is something that's never going to go away. I saw one commentary actually defending this, defending the earmarks because they say that, you know, it's the senators and the congressmen who know their districts the best that could go and ask for the money that they know what's needed in these districts, as opposed to leaving in the hands of the federal government, you know, who might not be that in tune with these individual districts in, in, at a granular level. I can understand that, but the, the dollar amount is what gets me. I mean, it is absolutely excessive in how much earmarks were. were and, and like I said, like the dollar amount, I mean, hundreds of millions of dollars. You know, and, and for a total of one point seven trillion and which is which is which is just insane. So um yeah, I mean we've talked about this podcast Joe. You know, we're not a democratic podcast, we're a Republican Party podcast by any means, but that just so happens to be the party that more aligns with what we're about. But these Republicans are to be to are to blame as well. Mitch McConnell probably is not public enemy number one for most you know, Republican uh, voters, I should say. So, was um, I don't know. We'll see the effects of how this all plays out. I'm sure down the road.
the, so, the Ukraine funding is insane. And you just, uh, it doesn't even make sense. $300 million in base funding to continue the Ukraine Security Assistance Initiative. What does that even mean? $1.5 billion in security cooperation to strengthen U.S. alliances and partnerships. An additional $191 million for critical U.S. Indo-Pacific command capabilities. I, I don't even know what the fuck some of this shit means. I don't know either. I don't know either, but... This is how you get robbed. This is how you get robbed and... <laughs> It's all, right you know, like, 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 like you said, it's all potentially money laundering on, on a are, very, very large. Are we, are we ready to, speaking of another voice like Tom Cotton, are we ready to drop Ben Shapiro from, from our team here? So, I'll read you a tweet from him. Zelensky is not wrong to seek more American aid. It's not in the interest of his country. The United States is not wrong to, provi- to provide aid. Defeating Russia's invasion is in the interest of our country. Oh, really, Ben? How? But this does not mean that the Ukraine and the U.S. goals here are identical. Like, Ben Shapiro is losing me now. Ben Shapiro, yeah. He, the, the, only, the only thing he was right about there was the, first, was the first part of that tweet. Vladimir Zelensky is not wrong to ask the United States for more aid. Of course he's not, because he knows he's going to get it. I mean, it's a blank check. But go ahead. For him to come, for him to come on U.S. soil to the Capitol in a t-shirt and fatigues, and basically demand money and call it an investment. What are we going to get in return? What did we get in return from the last investment? And what was it? Afghanistan or Iraq, or or Europe or anywhere the Middle East? We could go on and on and on. Yep. Wake up. Yeah. (laughs) Forty-five billion dollars more to Ukraine, Joe. I mean, when does it stop? Honestly, I mean, when does it, when does it, when does it, when does the money get cut off? And they've been caught so many times faking. I'm not lying when I say this. Look it up. Faking this war, faking offensives, faking battles. Faking where he's been because he he records in front of green screens. And that's not a lie. That's not a lie. Uh... I just don't, I just don't know when this ends, you know, um, Russia seems like they're not slowing down at all. Ukraine, obviously, we just sent them $45 billion more in these advanced, you know, rocket, um, you know, missile interceptors, uh, anti-missile defense system. Uh, what happens just, next year? Be, I mean, is that another if, $45 billion next year? This is a bad time to invest. If you know anything at all about history, let's compare. We'll do that. We'll, we'll keep up with the with the football terms here. Yeah. Compare Russia to the Green Bay Packers playing at home in, in the dead of winter in the ice bowl. That's how yeah. Russia is. That, that They're on their home turf, basically. And winter yeah. is, is the warfare. That's the war they want to fight, believe me. So now expect probably a winter offensive if there is going to be one. It, it's This is a bad time to invest in Ukraine. And look what they're doing with the money. They're firing missiles into Poland. They're firing missiles into other countries. It's, it's not a good idea to give them weapons. Just going to escalate something bigger, and we cannot afford another war. A senseless, useless war. We get nothing out of. I know. Well, um, you got to watch Jack Ryan on Amazon Prime. Uh, Third season is out. Just came out a few days ago. Eight episodes. And storyline actually deals with uh, Russia, their advance into and trying to draw the United States into a war by using a nuclear weapon. That, 
Sure, that's course. the storyline of this show. It almost know? sounds like predictive programming, like they're getting you ready. Yeah, this is how it's gonna be. Not, yeah, yeah. Using a using an arms dealer, who we know, Victor Victor Boot. Oh, uh, that's that that happened. Um, the, but yeah, that's 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 a real storyline, Joe. In, in a in a real show, it's out there in Amazon. It's it's because the CIA, the CIA helped help these people. They help these people write the shows. That's why. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, my dad is rolling into the what show. What was the show? Yeah. Homeland. Homeland oh, was one man. of those shows where they had people in the they had people in the CIA actually help writing the shows and they were like, yeah. How's the show like so accurate with, with future events? Cause you have the people that are that are that are orchestrating the stuff writing the shows. And, I didn't oh, know that. Geez. I didn't know I didn't know the CIA helped write Homeland. Yeah. Look it up. That's amazing. Well, so my dad calls me and he's like rolling he's rolling the Bob's Jack Ryan. He's going, you can't make this shit up. I'm going, yeah, you're right. <laughs> you can't. <laughs> you cannot make it up. Probably because, like you said, you have people from the intel community writing it. It gets the public ready. And then it's a lot easier to just, you know. But by, by the way, can we spike the football on uh, the fact we were right about Nord Stream 2? That's basically out the open that it was the CIA or the United States intelligence that either assisted or, or destroyed Nord Stream 2. Yeah. I sent you that, remember? And I said, oh, you don't say. Because they yeah. rolled out Russia was the one that did it. They, they rolled them out. Wow. I said, it's oh. like, how, 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 how were they able to figure it out whenever you had Biden three months in before that saying, oh, we'll find a way to take out Nord Stream. They're like, sir, that's yeah. Germany owns Nord Stream. Don't worry, we'll find a way. Yeah. I assure you. <laughs> I, it's like, I, come I really, on. I really wish I really wish this wasn't all real and we weren't making this stuff up. But um football. And then we'll yeah. do the gritty. Uh on to the Arizona gubernatorial race. I still can't get over this one. Um just uh, it still isn't real to me uh that Carrie Lake lost this apparently by 17,000 votes. Um, but you have more on this story, Joe, in Maricopa County. Go ahead and, and give us an update. Okay, so um, update. So you have this guy, Scott Jarrett. He is uh, Maricopa, I believe it's just Maricopa County's election director. Um, and if you haven't been following this, this guy, Scott Jarrett, he basically perjured himself on the stand on two separate appearances. So I'm going to, I'm not going to play the video because it's like a, a minute and some seconds long, but this is from, uh, it's from DC Drano on Twitter. Um, and he's quoting them. Is it your testimony that the printer set changes? Uh, well, first I should explain. So apparently some of these ballots were 19 inch images on 20 inch paper. And that's why they weren't getting read. Uh, how this guy didn't know that the day of the election or even before that, I have no idea. But, um, so he's getting questioned here. And is the question is, is it your testimony that the printer set changes that led to this so-called shrink to fit issue was that done on election day? He's asking. And Scott Jarrett says, that's correct. So right there under oath, he's admitting that the election was sabotaged. Yeah. It's, 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 it's right there. Because that's not what he said the first time he was under oath. He said that he didn't know how a 19-inch ballot image could have been on a 20-inch piece of paper. And... And had, and I quote here, I quote, no knowledge of it occurring. Um, 
But I regret to inform everyone listening that even after he perjured himself, that this case was dismissed, I believe it was yesterday or two days ago. It is still on appeal, however. Um, and also, I found a case in Grando. I, I texted this to you a while ago. I've been sitting on this for, for a minute here. Uh, I found a case from a hundred years ago that has precedent in this case. So let's not lose hope yet. I am going to read you the case from the 1916 Arizona gubernatorial election. It took place on November 7th, 1916. um, And victory hinged on whether to count certain votes. Arizona had a um, ballot where voters could check a party column and there was some confusion. Anyway, Thomas E. Campbell was sworn in as governor on January 1st, 1917. But his Democratic opponent, um, George P. Hunt, refused to leave office. So the state Supreme Court ruled that Campbell should serve as the de facto governor until the legal issues were resolved. And so Hunt stepped down on the 27th of January. After losing a case in the Maricopa County Senior um, Superior Court in May, Hunt appealed again to the state Supreme Court. And on December 22nd, the state Supreme Court declared that Hunt had won by 43 total votes. Hunt took office again on Christmas Day of 1917 after the court ruled unanimously in his favor. And Campbell served nearly an entire <laughs> year as governor. This would be known, this would be the last election in which Hunt would run until 1922. So, wow. It's the exact same situation. The only problem is. Katie Hobbs is the governor, and she's approving the own. She's approving this. She's approving the results of her own election. Well, she was Secretary of State. Exactly. Who ran the she's, election? She's yeah, on the hook. Governor. She, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. She's she's on the hook. She's on the hook. She is on the hook for this. So. And, I don't and understand they, how. They, good. No, I was gonna say I don't understand how they just don't throw this out and just have another election. I mean, you, the the the. Issues that went on on Election Day in Maricopa County and some of these other places in Arizona were unprecedented. If you, want, if you went to vote in person, and this is what made me very upset about the trial. If you went to vote in person, you had about a 67% chance of, of showing up to a place that was able to take your vote in person. Yeah. And the, de- the defense of, on, on Katie Hobbs, their defense was, well, these people had 14 days to vote, and they chose the last day to vote. Like, as if you're procrastinating and it's your fault that you can't vote on Election Day in America. It's, it's, it's amazing. And like, you might get someone out there that are window lickers without a brain that say, well, yeah, they had two weeks to vote. This is how the system is supposed to work. It's supposed to be one day. If the, if the last day doesn't work, then none of the days before that should count. It's, uh, I I wish nothing more than the Republicans would just grow a set of balls and start playing as dirty as the Democrats are. Honestly, Joe, sometimes I think this is like one big psyop going on in the United States. I mean, it's like we're conditioned to just accept all of this, that this is just the way it's supposed to be, that we're the ones like people like me and you are the ones that are in the wrong and that we're the crazy ones. It's like uh, sometimes I think about this stuff like what is going on? Like it's just very, very it's all very strange to me. It's like, them exper- it's, it's like them experiments, man, where, where like you would have like 10 people in a room and nine being on it. And they would say, like, what is nine plus five? And every, nine would say 15. 
And one dude will probably be like, it's 14. But like, he would just agree with yeah. the wrong answer because the nine other people just, he wanted to be, he didn't want to be different. I know. That's, I know. Why, they, that's why they pay for the media. That's why, that's why you now see all this stuff with Twitter, how the FBI, they had it in the bag because they wanted to convince enough people that, that this was the narrative. This is what everyone was going along with. So no one wanted to push against it. That's, that's worked. a great comparison. It worked. It worked. Sometimes, sometimes I, have to, I have to say to myself, wait a second, I, I'm not the crazy one, am I? To th- these things. You have the FBI gaslighting the entire American, the world on Twitter, calling people that were, they were reading those Twitter files, quote unquote, that were released. Conspiracy What do you mean we're conspiracy theorists? This is out there. This is stuff. And they had the balls. The FBI had the balls to tweet that 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 was a conspiracy. I mean, speaking of conspiracy, we had we had we had someone on Tucker Carlson with with intimate knowledge of the JFK files, which were released, but of them, of course, just some who basically admitted the CIA killed JFK, the first ever <clears throat> People were so dumb. I mean, people... An eyelash, Joe. People didn't bat an eyelash when they killed the lone shooter on national TV in the basement of a police building. They shot and a mob boss killed him. And no one said, well, wait a minute, that sounds a little bit weird to me. Hold on. A mob boss that owned a strip club killed the lone shooter that was a communist of JFK right before he was about to talk and maybe get released on bond. That's weird. Yep. And no one. <laughs> no one <laughs> and this didn't even make the news. It, it, we we could go all the way back from then till nine eleven. To the, wait a minute, you're telling me one of the hijackers' passports fell all the way from the plane that exploded on on the twenty second street in New York City, and it was found half burned. That's weird. Look up that if you don't believe me, look up that clip. Yeah, I haven't heard that one, but that's good. That's good. But this just goes back to what to what you know we were just saying. I mean, it, it's like it's one big psyop, and and that we're we're like some you know some big test case that the government is using. You know, it, it's just very very strange. But. Um, I know we we want to get on to the next one before, and we're going to come, we're going to make a big circle here. So, um, do you have the video, Joe, with the Twitter files? Something about the Twitter files. We want to get to the Gretchen Whitmer kidnapping case. Yes, real, real quick update. though. Well, hold on, let me see. Let me see if I can do this for, in the next ten seconds. If not, let's. Can we get Mark from the sound department? Can we cue, can we cue the clip up, Mark? Please, Mark. Is there any the chance? Object. Just because I don't think people will believe it, but here, we'll, we'll play it. Another development on Saturday. New York officials revealed at a news conference here in the city that a hijacker's passport was found blocks from the World Trade Center crash site, if you can believe that. No other details were given, but the discovery prompted the FBI and police to expand their the search area down in lower Manhattan. People are so stupid. Are they not? <laughs> just because you said you don't remember hearing okay but we're going to move on to the uh governor gretchen kidnapping case which also oddly enough involves the fbi so robert jonker who was one of the people he got um or he was with the judge 
sentences uh, Barry Croft to 19 and a half years in prison for his conviction in the Whitmer kidnapping uh, plot, plot. You'll remember that, that he was actually baited in and that it was just, he was the only guy there. It was four other people. They were all FBI agents or informants and that they even brought the explosives and everything. And he was kind of like, I think he was living in a vacuum repair shop basement. It was kind of like, I don't know. They, they use him as a patsy. Probably just like you said, JFK, Harvey Lee Oswald. I mean, use this guy as a patsy to create a news story during an election right before. And it worked. And now he has to serve 19 and a half years. I, I don't even know how this case didn't get thrown out too. But when you look at stuff like Carrie Lake and, and that and everything else, it's no surprise. I, I saw this and I thought, wait a minute. Didn't the FBI set up the entire thing? Yeah, we covered this. this guy getting 19 years? What do we say, Joe? So, okay, so the judge said after intentionally misrepresenting the case, um, uh, th- this is what this is what the judge says, Jonker. He stated that the FBI should should embed groups um, and individuals to make sure First Amendment rights don't, and I quote, cross the line. Okay, sounds. <laughs> this is this is insane today. Oh, gosh, and and we'll we'll transition with that into our next topic that we're, that we're going to get into and that's the Twitter files and Twitter and things like that. But isn't it amazing, Joe, that, and this is another thing that hasn't, unless I miss this, hasn't been picked up by any major media networks at all. The fact that we have FBI and CIA and other members of the intelligence community working in high level positions at Twitter, yep, at Facebook, at Google, I mean, you all thought I was crazy when I said that Mark Zuckerberg didn't didn't create Facebook; it was given to him. Again, the this is how this is how they they use big tech as cover because it's not like it's the government controlling you. Like it, it would be if it was a communist country or if it was China or something like that, authoritarian. It's big tech companies controlling you that are actually controlled by the government. When the government's actually controlled by by something else, who knows? But we'll just we'll end it there. But yeah. that explains it. That's why. That's why Mark Zuckerberg spent whatever two billion dollars to ensure election integrity in two thousand and twenty. That's why he did that because he had to. He was told to, and that now it makes a lot more sense what Facebook and Twitter were doing this whole time. Yeah. Do you think yeah, they it did makes that? Perfect because- sense. Do you think they did it because Mark Zuckerberg wanted to and, and uh, Dorsey wanted to or because their platforms are controlled by the government and they have people embedded and whether they know it or not, it happened. And it's been happening. And yet no one... How long has it been happening? Care, Joe. This why is how they control why narrative too. Care? This is how they control narrative too and make people think like drag dances are cool. Because you get a bunch of bots on Twitter that all support the same narrative and, and pump it up. And anything else, anything. Think of any issue over the past 10 years. Twitter and Facebook have either used bots or the that system to promote or silence it. Whether it be a COVID narrative, whether you were for the vaccine narrative or anti-vaccine narrative. How are you treated either way? And who made those decisions? Was it really big tech or was it our own government? No, no. I just don't understand. You know, well, I do understand, but I just don't understand why the majority of Americans don't seem to, to care. Because I mean, there's so we, much more. They don't care. There's fantasy football going on. 
There's other cool things that they have you distracted by. Using There's actors. Donald Trump's tax returns. Yeah. Yes. Come on. Yes. Pay attention to those. January you 6th. care about those. Everything yeah. should be January 6th. January Every- 6th is equal to 15 9-11s. But, you know, in, in you sent me that documentary. I forget what it was called, but just the fact that not only, you know, we have intelligence member or members of the intelligence community working in major media networks, too. I mean, that's why I think well, a lot of times we don't see because every this is what we call the deep state. For those of you who want to know what the deep state is, this is it. This is what the deep state is. It's not some, you know, it, it, whatever you think it is, well, this is it. You know, when you have members of the intelligence community working high up in these non-government, non-government organizations or, you know, social media platforms. So. And people say, well, how, how, how can they get that many? How could they get that many people? How could it be that intricate? Easy money. You pay these people money. That's why you see Dan Rathers and some of these people making the freaking 30. You think they're worth 30 million a year? Come on. Crazy. Be on TV for an hour a day. Come on. Yep. Because they it's because they'll do the narrative, no questions asked. They will repeat the narrative. It Brian Stelter. They'll repeat the narrative until they look like fools. Yep. Yep. So here, here's a good uh, example. Here's a good example, and then we'll we'll play this video because we gotta get to the Twitter files here. Um so Elon Musk. All they wanted Elon Musk was to spend a billion dollars or five billion dollars for to cure world hunger. Well, well, look at what fools he made them look like since then. So that $5 billion clearly would not have solved world hunger because it can't even save Ukraine 10 times over. Right. Now, I'm going to play this video from when he first was thinking about purchasing Twitter. And now you understand, if you've been following it, I don't know, we, we've been away for like six weeks. I don't know where you've been following, what's been going on with these Twitter files, or if you have been. But you really need to check it out if you haven't. Um, let's just play this compilation of media heads from MSNBC, CNN, and others freaking out. And now it makes a lot more sense why they acted this way. Own all of Twitter or Facebook or what have you. You don't have to explain yourself. You don't even have to be transparent. You could secretly ban one party's candidate or all of its candidates, all of its nominees, or you could just secretly turn down the reach of their stuff and turn up the reach of something else. And the rest of us might not even find out about it till after the election. Elon Musk says this is all to help people because he is just a free speech, philosophically clear, open-minded helper. Wow. I think I was Ari, uh, what's his name, Melbourne or something. Ari, yeah, I think it was Ari Melbourne. He looks like Ari Melbourne, yeah. yeah. Looks like a total idiot now. Yeah. Well, that's what happened. <laughs> that's the, well, literally the exact what happened. Yeah, the, that happened the exact opposite way. <laughs> yeah. The exa- yeah, the exact opposite way because he was on MSNBC talking. Like, here, here's you know. another guy. Here's another guy probably making five, ten, who knows what he'd make in a year. How could he get it so wrong for so long? And someone like me and you get it right, and we're doing this for free. We're doing this for fun. <laughs> we do uh, fake commercials, for God's sakes. We're not even getting paid for those. <laughs> we do fake commercials. And, and this guy couldn't care. figure it out. This guy couldn't figure it out. Yep. Yeah. But all right, let's get to the Twitter files, Joe. Um, you have some executive order information and a little bit on Elon Musk. Okay, so I, 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 we 
we could dive into this as much. I think it's very clear that Twitter interfered in the elections by silencing the Hunter Biden story. And they used an FBI former agent and lawyer, Jim Baker, to be like the spear, the tip of the spear to, to silence that. Am I right or am I wrong here, Mark? You are correct. Another member of the deep state, Jim Baker. Um, and there were so many other people, too, that were silencing the story. So is that interfering in elections? And if it is, it would make Trump's uh, executive order 13848 imposing certain sanctions in the event of foreign interference in a United States election um, mean something here. Technically, the United States would be able to seize things like Facebook and Twitter, if I'm reading this correctly, because they were, according to the Twitter files, involved in interfering in this election by using... Right fake stories and suppression i mean the suppression alone but the fact that they had you had the 51 intelligence officials to come out and and that was promoted on twitter and then anything hunter biden related was squashed so right here who else then was involved in this can he can mark zuckerberg's assets and stuff be seized can other people's assets and stuff can these people these networks can their assets be seized? It's just, it's something interesting to follow because Twitter is, is proving that our worst fears are, are, are actually true. That the government is trying to control the complete narrative and might have a whole a hand in tipping the scales for a certain candidate in, a, in an election. Right. Oh, man. You know, you talk about this executive order. I mean, you know, I know Trump signed it, but do you think this administration is going to enforce it? You know, I, I don't know how it works. I, I don't know how it works. It's just it's very interesting the fact that 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 he that's out there. It's signed, um, and then Mu- Elon Musk buys Twitter and exposes all this stuff. I know he he. I mean, he tweeted. We're, we're not lying. This is the tweet from. Geez, this goes back to I think November thirtieth or, or November thirtieth. Um, someone some random person said Twitter has shown itself to be not safe in the past 10 years and has lost the user's trust. This past team of trust and safety is a disgrace. So it doesn't have any right to judge what is being done now. They had a chance, but they sold their souls to a corporation. Elon Musk actually replied to this person with a few hundred followers saying exactly the obvious reality as long time users know is that Twitter has failed in trust and safety for a very long time and has interfered in elections. Twitter 2.0 will be far more effective, transparent, and even-handed. Now, I also wonder when he says interfered in elections, Twitter's a worldwide platform, just like Facebook. I wonder if they've ever interfered in any other elections, whether it be in other countries. Right. It's a good point. I mean, they probably have. You know, I don't know how deep Twitter's reach goes and, and how involved they are in other countries like this when it's not the United States, but it's a good point. But... You know, we always say that will anything ever happen, and why doesn't anything ever happen? Because no, not yeah. enough people care. I said, how, how bad does it have to get for people to care? To get. So apparently not bad enough yet. You know, People only cared about COVID originally is because they shut the – if you remember, for like t- almost two full months, until them George Floyd riots, you couldn't get a haircut. Couldn't get a haircut. We were going to Trevor George's basement to get a Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Let's get into 
it's been a while since we did this. So um, our disclose segment here where we just rattle off some of the headlines that have been going on around the world. Um, oh, boy. And the one that just popped off a few minutes ago, we'll get to that. Let's go back. Um, I don't know, Joe. Back, 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 back. The Gromas. Uh, let's go back to we'll go back about 10 days. Um, and we're just going to rattle off some headlines and we'll give our takes, our hot takes on some of these. Um, speaking of Twitter, this is a perfect uh, headline to start. The FBI handed nearly $3.5 million of taxpayers' money to Twitter in order for the social media giant to continue to do its bidding. So um, means is I think the FBI was paying Twitter. Um, for what? Yeah, for what? We don't either, know. Either they were reimbursing salaries of, of, of their, those employees that were former FBI, or that was a, you know, a, a nice little gesture to say, hey, thanks for. Thanks and this for is just the money we know about. This is just the money we're, we're starting to learn about. That's all. Right. All right. And with that is a picture of Hunter Biden pulling on a woman's hair from behind. <laughs> Good friend. Good friend. Oh, Hunter. Stanford University released a guide to harmful language. The term American is now considered a no-go. All right. All right. We saw Penn State a couple years ago or last year get rid of the, the terms freshman, sophomore, junior, senior. It's now first, second, third, and fourth year or something like that. To say American is no longer a no-go and you have to call us U.S. citizens is honestly one of the biggest you know, slap in the slap in the face I could think of. Anything to unify everyone. They, they want those words banned. The, divide in, into as many groups as possible. LGBTQTRS, whatever. This, that. Pronouns. Everyone's got to be this culture. It's just black, white, Asian. This is their reasoning. American often refers to people from the United States only. Thereby insinuating that the U.S. is the most important country in the Americas. What? No, it's... it's. <sighs> Other terms listed include immigrant, which should be replaced by a person who has immigrated or non-citizen. Uh, walk-in hours should be swapped out for open hours in order to include those with disabilities. <sighs> Beating a dead horse is also cautioned against, based on the idea that it normalizes violence against animals. What? This is this is hilarious. You gotta wonder: is, this, is, it, is it really for real? Is it really for real, or is it to get is it to get everyone all honestly caught up and talking about it? That's what I'm saying. Are we like? <laughs> but no one really cares. They just go about their day. Like, oh yeah, that's fine. Yeah. I'll use those words. Yeah, I don't want to rock the boat too hard. Yeah, don't want to upset anyone. Sure, that passport fell five thousand feet from a burning plane. Yeah. Police around the world seize on COVID-19 tech to expand global surveillance from China to Israel and Australia. Because th that was always the goal of COVID-19 was to be able to track you somehow. <sighs> oh, boy. British Magazine, the, the Economist, selects Ukraine as the country of the year 2022 for the heroism of its people 
And for standing up to a bully, the choice is obvious. It can only be Ukraine, the article says. It can't be anywhere else. You're right. No, no, no other country has gotten any news coverage. So. Right. And you guess who's giving them more money than every country in the world put together? Us. Yep. We didn't even talk about the flying of the Ukraine flag in uh, the capital. Sickening. I mean, absolutely sick. Vice President Kamala and, and Crazy Nancy are literally waving the Ukraine flag in our nation's capital. Sickening. Absolutely sickening. And we, we're, we're on record saying we don't even know where the stuff we're sending them goes. Nope. No clue. Right in your face, people. That's your tax dollars. Remember that whenever you have to pay taxes, and when the tax bill comes in March and April. Remember that. Taliban have banned all Afghan women from attending their education. That's just sad. Didn't Joe Biden said somewhere around there's fewer democracies today than there were 10 years ago? I mean, probably. Yeah, that's because of you, Joe. Way to go. <laughs> this, this is to be expected after the Taliban yeah. took over. Shocking news headline, Taliban bans teaching of females. Uh, man, I feel bad for women in Afghanistan. I, I know. I, I, it could be worse. You, you, could be, you could be a man in America. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> you are literally the, the bottom rung of society yeah. as, a, as, a, as a white male in America. I'd, ra- I'd rather just wear the hood and walk around, honestly. <laughs> I, I, it's easier said than done, I'm sure, but I can't like fleeing the country. They probably, I don't even know, probably not even allowed to leave. We have we have Americans that can't get out of there still. What are you talking about? They were <laughs> fleeing the country. Did you That's see true. what happened the last time? True. Um, and we gave them all, Joe Biden gave them all their biometric data. So they can't even leave if they wanted to. And that's not a lie. They, they did. They exchanged all their biometric data from just look it up. Correct. Yeah. That, that's, that's something <laughs> I knew this was going to happen where this would be out of everyone's minds, long forgotten about the next time the election rolls around with that Afghanistan withdrawal. Um, this is from the 21st. No conclusive evidence. We talked about this. No conclusive evidence. Russia is behind Nord Stream attack. Well, that means there can only be one other person. There can only be one other side. Right. Like, that would be uh, like them saying the, the, the Axis powers did not bomb Pearl Harbor. Well, then who did? Who the hell did? <laughs> who the hell did it? That's what would come out today. If that happened today, it would be like, oh, no, it wasn't them. Yeah. There are, uh, this is from the World Health Organization's Tedros. There are still too many uncertainties and gaps for us to say the pandemic is over. Well, okay. I, because... I've, I, I've, I have, I'm finally getting COVID exhaustion. <laughs> That's saying a lot. Maybe because they just finally took the chains off of the Chinese people, you know, and, and they're estimating 250 million Chinese people have had COVID in the last week or two. Well, I told you, it, okay, I, I don't know how these narratives, the, the narrative spreads faster than the virus because I was at the Marshalls or, or Target, I, I texted you guys in the group chat, everyone all of a sudden out of the blue was wearing masks. I, we, yeah. I was in the same location. It was just as packed, maybe even more packed, 10 days before, and no one was. 
And 10 days later, probably 40 to 50% were. And I, yeah. I don't know how they all get the message. And they have, they you, have Joe, it's they, one big psyop going on. They have good masks now. That I mean, they look very uncomfortable. I, I don't know. Yeah. That's another thing, too. Okay, so the hospital. I was at the hospital today, and Beaver has them, these these giant, like, they're like N100s. I don't even know what the hell they are. They're not N95s. They're very uncomfortable. They got to go, like, over, like, your, your head in two separate ways. And I said, what's with these? Just give me, like, the, the regular ones. They're like, oh, no, we ran out of those. The, we, these are, are all we have left now. And I'm like, well, why weren't you using these first? These seem like they're the ones you would use during a real pandemic yeah. because they're the ones that are actually like forming a seal on your face and are like an N95, not just a piece of freaking paper. So you think this is a joke too, and everyone does. I mean, right? Yeah, it's all it's all it's all a joke. Um, I don't know how he somehow manages to maintain power in the Senate. I don't know what these people, but. Going back to that documentary you and I watched about this is all one big blackmail scheme. But yeah. I think Mitch McConnell has serious on Republican senators because I don't know how else he can maintain his control over the over the Senate. He doesn't have to have the dirt. He he doesn't have to have the dirt. He could just be the, the head bitter. So someone yeah. got the dirt on, on them though. The way the way the way he, he gets it done. And I used to be a, a fan of Mitch McConnell when he got them judges approved, and he is just the scum of the earth right now. I think of him. I'm sorry. And, and he said, the, "Yeah, on the 21st, this is why I bring it up. Rather than assistance, we should be speeding up international deliveries to Ukraine." Republicans pushed hard here in the Senate to increase the amount of security assistance in this bill for our national security interest. Remember the days that they they would say stuff like this, and they would hop right on CNN or Crossfire, one of them shows. They would actually. Give the reasoning, and they would debate back and forth. And you know, sometimes your side wins, sometimes your side look like an idiot, lose, whatever. There's none of that anymore. It's just we're giving them under Ukraine. Let's go. L- l- like you're in church, and you got to like go in your pockets. The, the person, the person's going on the pew, down the pew, down the pew. Next person. When is enough enough? How much is is the final amount of what we're going to spend here? That's a, that's the crazy things about war too. We're about to go headfirst into another world war. The wars aren't just like hey. The war is going to start this day and end this day. We don't know how long it's going to take. We don't. I was talking to, um, I'll keep him anonymous, but he's a, a big, big MAGA guy. And he told me months ago, he said, I- I'm definitely afraid that Joe Biden is going to drag us into World War III. And I was like, no way. Like, you know, it's not going to happen. Now, I'd say, yeah. Probably right. You're probably right. You had Blinken going on television and saying, "Hey, we got to we got to give all this to Ukraine because we can't afford to lose Ukraine because we can't ha- we can't fight a two front war if we lose this or something." He was, and I'm thinking like you just basically gave China the the go ahead to go after Taiwan now, yeah. you idiots. Right. Um, U.S. Amazon. allocates additional 1.85 billion in weapons for Ukraine, including the first advanced Patriot missile defense system and Joint Direct Attack Munitions Guidance Kits. That was from Secretary of State Tony Blinken. Bad idea. Bad idea. What's going to happen is one of the missiles are going to be fired into another country, and it's going to start a war. Yep. Almost guarantee it. Um, I'm tired of Zelensky, obviously, but I'm really tired of him wearing the green sweatshirt and pants everywhere. He's in the Oval Office with Joe Biden. Uh, Wear a suit. 
this, the, the, the military, whatever, the, whatever kind of attire you're trying to pull off here is getting old. But it says Ukraine Zelensky thanks for their support. You're, he's an actor. Sure. I'm sorry. He's not. He, he was sure. never in the military, I don't think. Was he? We supposed to say you're welcome? Because we didn't give it. That's not our choice. Yeah. I, I hate how it's yeah, like being portrayed. Is, like it's it's an investment. It's an investment in the Ukraine. No, you guys are, are stealing yeah. our money and laundering it and then investing it into SPF. And we know what's going on. We yeah. know what's going on. Something else we talked about earlier in this episode. FBI responds to Twitter files. Conspiracy theorists and others are feeding the American public misinformation with the sole purpose of attempting to discredit the agency. This that's is the definition even, of gaslighting. That, that's not even, you got you're the FBI, bring the receipts, bring the proof because they're releasing actual documents. You guys are saying words, like saying, uh-uh, no, we're not. No, well, they're the FBI. I mean, they say it, I mean, this is, this is how easy it is for them. They're just going to put out a statement. There's no accountability. You don't have to defend it. You just put it out there and let people believe you. This is how easy it is. It's, it's, it's nuts. Uh, we talked about the $1.7 trillion omnibus to all bill. Uh, Governor DeSantis receives approval from the Florida Supreme Court to impanel a grand jury to investigate mRNA COVID-19 vaccine manufacturers. That should be interesting. <sighs> Wonder what they'll find. We, you, we already know. Yeah. Biden gave a speech. Uh, our politics has gotten so angry, so mean, so partisan. We see each other as enemies, not as neighbors. He gave a speech. Do you not remember the speech with the red background and the two Marines? Like was I was just like, going to say a... that. Took the words out of my mouth, Joe. And, and what about telling people two years ago that if you don't get vaccinated, you're going to – a severe winter of death for you and your family, scaring people to death. Or that if Talk you don't about vote Democrat, the... you ain't black. Yeah. You can go on and on and on and on and on and on, and on with this dude. Honestly, give me a break. I hope he runs again. Oh, I think he's going to. Uh, historic uh, winter weather, 45 billion in aid to Ukraine, 225 to 201 it passed. By the way, you know they're flying, they're, they're flying, in, in the, in, with the world basically freezing over and global warming, whatever you want to call it, climate change happening, they're putting that bill on a jet, in a suitcase on a jet and flying it down to the U.S. Virgin Islands for Biden to sign it. I think, I think it was today or yesterday. I didn't know that. That's great. Yeah, yeah they're putting it on a plane. Flying it down there for Biden to sign it. That's fantastic. Yeah. Um, judge dismisses remainder of Carrie Lake's election lawsuit following the two-day trial. Carrie Lake announced she intends to appeal the ruling. The guy perjured himself. He said he has no idea. He no, we didn't know that there was nineteen inch, nineteen inch uh, images on this twenty-inch paper. They brought him in a day yeah. later. They brought him a day later. Well, yeah, this this is a nineteen-inch image on it. When did you figure this out? On election day. Well, why don't you say something? Um, speaking of Taiwan, Taiwan says record 71 Chinese Air Force planes crossed Taiwan Strait median line in the past 24 hours. The war, the drums of war are, are beating. Yes, they are. 2023 is going to be one for the ages. 
2023 uh, is going to make 2022 look like 2021, which made 2021 look like 2020. Yep. I, I, I can't even bring it up now. We'll talk about it at a later date. But China, this whole China-Taiwan thing is, is, is scary. Uh, South Korea suspended some commercial flight scrambled military assets to shoot at drones from North Korea that crossed their heavily armed border Monday. One of the five North Korean South Korean capital of Seoul. So all of a sudden, North Korea, who really couldn't, I think they were still flying MiG airplanes uh, a decade ago. Now they have attack drones? Where'd they get those? <laughs> oh, man. Uh, this is a good one. Rachel Bean, U.S. Assistant Secretary for Health. I still can't believe those words are actually real. She worked her dick off to get that job. Yes, she did. Calls for big tech to censor gender-affirming care-related misinformation amid an, amid an alleged onslaught of anti-LGBTQI plus actions. Okay, I agree. I agree with her. And this is going to show, I agree, but let's have a debate on what exactly is misinformation and what's not. We have to have a debate and we have to figure out what is and what isn't using facts and logic. Until we do that, until we do that, we can't, you can't. We don't know what's what. Just remember, you can have a sex change in this country, but you can't get a tattoo until you're 18 years old. Let that sink in. It's amazing. Absolutely amazing. Uh, We talked about China scrapping their quarantine measures from January 8th. Downgrades COVID control measures to Category B level. I wonder if the the protests we saw across China had some sort of effect. I I, I would have thought that the the Chinese Communist Party would have crushed those and and still went the hard line with, with COVID. But it seemed like the timing of that, I don't know what your take is, Joe, on this, but it seemed like the timing of that, the protest happened, and then maybe a week or two later, China said, all right, you know what? Have at it. Let it be a free-for-all. I have to question any video that I see come out of China so easily like that, because you would figure with how tight China is with social media, and I, I don't know how they block the internet over there, but you have to think like yeah. a, a video wouldn't be able to get out like that that easily. Especially that many of them, mm-hmm. but if if I'm wrong there, then it looks like it looks like the the protest worked finally. So. Yeah, which which you would think the opposite, you know, in China, communist China, you can only push people. You can't kill all. You can't you can't kill everyone, right? I mean, yeah, only um, do so much. But you know what's going to come out of this, Joe? And I'll, I'm going to play prognosticator here. You know, the next out there, because now you're going to open up China to COVID, you know, it's going to circulate among the population. And then the next big variant is going to come out in 2023. It is a good one. I think they're a little bit too early on it because they got two whole years to an election, though. So do you really want to start after everyone's just seriously exhausted with COVID? You're going to start another pandemic. The first pandemic was only a pandemic because of the tests. Let's... <laughs> If you haven't graduated into that level of thinking, let's, let's be real. Yeah. That, that's why everyone at the beginning of the pandemic was screaming at Trump. We need testing. We need testing. We need testing. Well, no shit. So you could have the pandemic go on. Right. 
this one, I don't see how they'll be able to do that trick again. So unless this is an actually like a real life, like legit scary virus that they're trying to bring over here. Yeah, that's a good point. Which point, is an act yeah. of war, mind you, which has to be an act of war at some point. But yeah, I don't know. Um, man. Has begun releasing particles into the atmosphere in an effort to tweak the climate. It's been going on for probably years. Go wrong. Um, this is from the MIT Technology Review. Um, if they're admitting it, then that means it's been going on for probably at least a decade. Yeah. Could be 50 years. Google currently employs at least 165 people in high-ranking positions from the intelligence community. Google's trust and safety team is managed by three ex-CIA agents who control misinformation and hate speech. Amazing. What exactly is misinformation and hate speech? See, nothing is easily defined, meaning it could be anything. Yeah. Uh, Apparently, 27 employees are from the CIA, 52 FBI, 30 from the uh, National Security uh, Agency, uh, 50 from the Department of Homeland Security, and six from the Office of the Director of National Intelligence. Hmm. Interesting. Very interesting. Oliver, again, the deep state. That is what it is by definition. Uh, Putin, by decree, prohibits the supply of oil and oil products from Russia to countries that adhere to price caps. Russian media reports. Did we not say that would happen to? Oh, they're going to do a price cap. No, he's just going to not sell oil to that country. He has the power. Yeah. You have the oil. Uh, okay, getting a hack, quote unquote, that drained $372 million out of FTX hours after the crypto exchange filed for bankruptcy. Wow, the timing of that seems oh, really that, that, weird. Well, if it was a hack, it was probably Russian because the Russians are the only people that could hack anything in, in, in the 21st century, apparently. Yeah. But the, the excuses, give me a break. Yeah. Uh, prayers up for Pope Emeritus Benedict the Sixteenth. Pope Benedict is very sick and asks for everyone for prayers. Um, so we know Pope Benedict doesn't have much time left. Uh, he's been a champion of the Catholic Church and of the uh, the traditional Latin Mass, and um, yeah. So we uh, prayers up for Pope Emeritus Benedict the Sixteenth. He's probably down to his final days in Rome. Uh, Ukraine Zelensky says his government is preparing to participate in Klaus Schwab's World Economic Forum in Davos next month. You're paying for it, taxpayers. You're paying for it. See where your taxpayers are going? Back to the WEF. He's going to go to the WEF. He's going to ask for money. He's going to get money. He's, it's gonna, he's going to title it, like you said, an investment in the, in the Ukraine. You know, and then the money laundering schemes just keep going on and on. I hope I hope you're right, and that's what it is, because we're going to have a big problem if he goes to the WF and they give him marching orders on what to do. Probably, that's probably what's going to happen. Hey, you yeah. want this money? How about you set off a, a small nuclear weapon close to the Russian border? Yeah. Don't think it won't happen. Yeah. <laughs> Biden vacations in Virgin Islands as millions of Americans suffer through a deadly once-in-a-decade blizzard. Uh, what else here? 
Disgraced FTX founder Sam Bankman-Fried hires top private investigator. Can't make this up, Joe, who worked for Ghislaine Maxwell and is dubbed the real-life hound dog. (laughs) Very interesting what's going to happen with SBF here because ah, he might have to be the sacrificial lamb. I'm thinking that as well. I'm thinking that as well. And we're going to get to him at the very end. This is the last one. Former Twitter employees ran a Fauci fan club Slack channel, says Elon Musk. Cringe. Say. Oh, the cringe. The, the cringe is just going up and up and up yeah. and up and up up my spine. Oh. Uh, I'm, we're going to skip this one here. I'm going to come back to it, but I want, I want, because I want, we haven't talked about this one. But uh, Benjamin B.B. Netanyahu sworn in as Israel's prime minister for the sixth time. Um, but I, but I wanted to ask you about this, Joe. I want your take on this. January 6th committee suddenly withdraws Trump's subpoena. Now, you had talked about this, me and you talked about this privately before months ago. And you were said that, well, yeah, if, he's, if they subpoena him, he's going he's to say everything. Is that still your, your take on this? Why would they withdraw a subpoena suddenly? For um, was he for sure going to testify? I, I don't know why they would withdraw it suddenly like that. It doesn't make much sense because... You could always just wait for him to just not comply, right? Unless they were afraid that he was going to comply with it. I, I don't know. It's strange to because it, it ruins your whole argument, too. Like, you're basically admitting, like, yeah, we don't want him to, we, we don't want to talk to him because it's not, it's not going to be good for us, it sounds like now. Do you understand? Like, think if they would subpoena, like, Hunter Biden, and then all of a sudden say, you know what? No, we don't want to hear from you because. And then just never gave a reason. It make people like right. wonder. Wait a minute, why? It, it like wakes people up for a second. Well, wait a minute, why did you, why did you do that? So I can't figure it out. It does not look good for them. And then also Jamie Raskin, I guess, has lymphoma too. Prayers up for him. Um, I do not like Jamie Raskin. Don't get me wrong, but I do not want to see anything um, bad happen to him. Do not want to see him. You know, succumb. I hope he beats him. I think he's starting chemo very soon. But um, there's that. I, I I just I can't give an answer as to why they would withdraw the subpoena it's the it's the weirdest thing ever right it's when i saw that i was i was like why would they do that you know there's something there's something more here so um and jamie raskin joe for our for our listeners um he's a congressman correct yes all right um winding down here it begins again spain and italy for travelers from China have to have a negative test to enter the country. Anything on that one? What what was it? What was the reaction two or three years ago with that news? You mean when the United States did that? When when the Trump administration did that? Yeah. <laughs> it was the most that. racist. It was the most racist ban ever. Xenophobic. That's when we first heard uh, the word xenophobic. You know, oh my god! Xenophobia. Um, this is a good one. Ukraine Zelensky signs a new controversial law to regulate the news media in the country. The New York Times reports the media regulation bill expands the authority of Ukraine's state broadcasting regulator, the National Council of Television and Radio Broadcasting, to cover the online and print news media. It gives the regulator the power to fine media outlets, revoke their licenses, temporarily block certain online media outlets without a court order, and requests that social media platforms and search giants like Google 
remove content that violates the law, the Ukrainian news media has reported. That sounds very fascist. It sounds like we're giving money to the fascists. Yep. But no, Joe, we're the fascists. Yeah. Because we support an America first agenda. So we're the fascists. Everything is January 6th. <laughs> yeah. J6. J6. <laughs> All right. Finally. Finally. Our um, final headline here as we wrap up this, uh, our season finale, season one finale of Thinking Logically. Disgraced FTX CEO Sam Bankman Freed had four White House meetings in 2022 as recently as September 8th. Why would Sam Bankman-Fried have four four meetings at the White House, Joe? Seems kind of odd. Not, not to me it doesn't, because that's who Democrats, and some Republicans too, let's not, get, um, let's not kid ourselves, we're getting money from. Who was who was directing the whole thing? I, the money the the money from Sam Bakeman Freed, SPX. Where was it going? Why was it going to the Ukraine? Why was Ukraine investing money into that? Why was it going into Democrat pockets for a campaign for the twenty twenty two midterm? None of these questions were even asked. They were all in D.C. I feel like the same day or all in the same area the same day sam bankman freed was getting flown back from the caribbean and then Zelensky was in dc talking to congress and the whole thing not one reporter asked a question about hey what's this relationship with the ukraine joe the white house joe biden and this sbf guy and spx not one person even asked the question not one this is like this is the news here this is the news not trump's tax returns not balenciaga as, yeah. as terrible as that is, this is like the news here. It's a great point. That's a great point. Why, why are we the only ones talking about this? I don't know. I can't figure it out, but everyone's being robbed. And it's like, hey, you know that guy just took 20 bucks off you while you weren't looking. And the, I, I don't care. What's the big deal? I got more yeah. money in my pocket. I don't even, I didn't even know I had that $20. Well, well you know how you do? What the fuck? Mm-hmm. Amazing. All right. Well, that wraps up our season one finale of Thinking Logically. Uh, Joe, it's been, a, it's been a great year just thinking back to where we started and, and to where we, where we finished today and all of our listeners. I mean, it ended up in like, what, 20, 25 different states, multiple countries. Uh, oh, yeah. Just a, cra- just a crazy ride, you know. Um, it's, it's humbling to see all of the listeners out there across literally the world um, and across the country that have been listening Uh, to our content we're putting out. So uh, we want to thank you all for listening. Uh, We'll be back in 2023 with season two. Uh, We have lots to discuss. We're not going anywhere. Uh, We're going to try to shoot for at least once a week. Uh, That seems like a reasonable goal. And I think we'll get that. So um, thank you all for listening. Happy New Year, Joe. Take us home. All right, real quick, though, I just want to say share with your friends, please, because the more people that get their ears on this, the better it is. These are, to say the least, crazy times you're living in. Um, So the bigger our audience is, the better. Um, 
there's really not much else to say, guys. It's it, it's 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 a crazy time to be alive. So I don't have the theme song queued up right now, Mark. I'm trying to find it. We got Mark from the sound department. Can we get him here, Mark? One last time. Can you come up? Can you show up here? All right. Well, that's it, guys. Um, listen, like Joe said, share this out. We need to take up space, like Jack Masobic says. We need to take up space. So happy new year. Merry Christmas. It's still Christmas. And uh, we'll see you all in 2023. God bless.